Shadcast, 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 Right, it's podcast time, baby. So, hello there, welcome back to the Shadcast. We're on like episode 8 or something, I don't know, I don't remember. Last time I made a podcast was me screaming about a, about a what? That squirrel? That's how low I've gone. I went from having an organised podcast with plans for the future to me crying about a squirrel that took my chip. And I'm still not over that squirrel. However, that's not what we're going to be talking about today. I chose a pretty uh, sexy topic today. It's called uh, The Meaning of Life. Yeah, I decided to go there. I'm bored. You know, might as well make a fairly juicy one. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about The Meaning of Life today. And, um basically my opinion about it because this podcast is nothing more than a chance for me to speak about my opinions on a thing the internet is that what it's called yeah on the internet wow that was a big boom energy from me christ right life life is funky all right i like to describe life as funky it's kind of groovy kind of not the funk of life can sometimes get a little bit too much, and then you just kind of lay back thinking, what in the ever-loving bugger just happened to me, you know? And we've all been there, you know? We've all had those dark days where the funkiness of life just wasn't vibing with you. Sometimes you just need to take a step back from the party, you know? Sometimes a bit of booze isn't what you want. You just kind of want to rest or cuddle or just sit down on a sofa and watch a nice movie. And that applies to life too. Sometimes we just want to take a break from life. Life is chaotic. And guess what? I love chaos. Consequently, I could probably say that I love life, but not by choice. I'm a very reluctant optimist, okay? I used to be a pessimist, then I kind of like realized, hey, things kind of work out. This is alright. And that's something that I found is true the more that time goes on. You see, I'm a 17-year-old. I haven't lived that long. I'm like, what, barely a quarter of the way through my lifespan? There are things that will happen that will be completely out of my control and things that have already happened that were completely out of my control. And I've noticed that those things eventually settle down and get better again. It's nothing more than a learning experience to me. And of course, there's some terrible things that will end lives and all this, and like, war's pretty bad, I guess, and so is disease and world hunger. But if you have the ability to, you can make life whatever you want it to be. I've had this analogy of life being a blank canvas, but I think I'll change that slightly now. Existence is a blank canvas. Existence is everything. It's the universe, it's the bloody uh what do you call it earth that's quite important we live on that it's the sun it's the stars it's the water it's the animals that roam the land sky and oceans it's the people around you the buildings all of that funky wonky business you know existence is the canvas you are nothing more than the artist with the pen or should i say nothing less than the artist with the pen an artist has the ability to change world views. Art has frequently over history changed whole ways of people thinking. We still use it now. When we study art pieces from thousands of years ago to have an insight into what ancient civilizations felt. Emotions are transferred through art and whatnot. But this is art in a different context. This is the art of life. 
Because every single artist, aka human's greatest piece of work will be life. If existence is the canvas, sorry, yeah, if existence is the canvas and the person is the artist, life is the artwork that emerges from the person doing whatever the bloody hell they do. And art is very different. There is no singular piece of art. We can't even define art. People have tried for, well, how long has humanity existed? A solid 10,000 years of having actual cities and civilizations. All that time and we've never been able to define art. So it can be said that whatever you do could be considered art in a sense. So whatever you make of your life is a piece of artwork. It's simply up to you to turn it into that piece of work. Your magnum opus, every single person's magnum opus will be the greatest piece of art and that is life. The memories that you build along the way, the experiences that you feel, the places that you travel, the places that you see, the people that you meet, all of that comes together in that piece of work, that piece of art where existence is the canvas and you are the artist. Now, this might sound a little bit kind of cringe, bro, to you, but on what, I, what I'm essentially saying here is do whatever the bloody hell you please, because there's absolutely no reason for anything to stop you. If you want to, like, drop everything and become, I don't know, a hermit who owns a little big store in a Parisian street, do it. What's going to stop you? You know, you can go across those legal loopholes. You can break the law if you need to. Because it's life. All these laws and constructs and borders are essentially just there to calm things down a bit. But things don't have to be calm. There is no rhyme or reason to existence. It's just one big, funky, groovy tune. You can just pick out the bits that you like and then turn them into whole new songs. I was never this optimistic a few years back. A few years back I would have told you, oh, this is also pointless and all that, but I was a bit of an emo back then, and emos are notoriously hopeless. But, like I told you, things changed. I meet new people, I see new places. I've met one very special person, and that person has helped me see everything in a new light. That's the impact of journeys. I guess the meaning of life can be tied to a journey in a sense. It's all just one big journey, but a journey without a goal. You don't need a goal. You only have a deadline, and the deadline is death. Quite morbid, yeah, but death is essentially the ultimate deadline. If we didn't have death, then there wouldn't really be a motivation to do anything, because... Deadlines make people do things. If you know that you have a time when you can't do that thing anymore, you will do that thing before that time comes. Be it an essay or a piece of work or life. I use death as a motivator to get things done. Before I used to use it as something to ponder over and think about at night at 4am. But things change. The journey changes. You choose different pathways. Just pick a direction and start walking, I guess. Or pick a place that you want to see and just go towards it. This place is metaphorical. It can be a place, sure. You can be someone who's like, oh, I want to go... I want to go summit Mount Kilimanjaro. Go ahead and do that. I do not care. I couldn't care less. I'm sorry, but if you want to go climb a rock, do it, buddy. I don't care. But that place could also be somewhere emotionally. You might be like, oh, I want to be 
so-and-so happy or so-and-so stable in the future. Start walking, because if you don't start walking, how are you going to reach that place? It's like saying, oh, I need to go to London today. And then you just don't move. You just kind of stay in bed. No, go grab a train, you know, just get moving. It's difficult to find that motivation. I still struggle myself. But when the motivation does hit, make the most of it. It's all rather complex, don't you think? Let's take it back down to the basics. Existence is a canvas. You are the artist. Life is your magnum opus, your greatest piece of work. Your Mona Lisa, though the Mona Lisa was kind of shit, to be honest. This is your Starry Night. That was a good piece. I like Starry Night. Just muck about is what I'm saying. There is a philosophy behind this. I think it's called hedonism or holonism. I don't know. It's something like that. And essentially it means that material things are temporary, as are most things in the world. The only thing man can really do to enjoy their existence is to do whatever they please and to seek experiences. Experiences being late night out with friends, days out with friends. Anything that releases that funny happy time serotonin, parties, walks, going to the gym, going to different countries, traveling different cities, trying new foods, all those things are different strokes on a canvas that form a life. Frankly, I don't know half the stuff I said. You know, I'm a person too, and all people are innately confused about life. We can pick a goal and direction we want to go to. A lot of people at places I know, like college or my cousins, they'll say, oh, I want to be a doctor, or oh, I want to have this career in the future. But like, what next? What do you do once you have it? Do you just work your entire life? Of course you don't. You start moving on to new things. And that's what it is. It's all just one big road. You'll find a pit stop. You go to the next one. You just keep moving. And you see things along the way. You meet new people. It's rather beautiful in a very complicated way. It's like staring into an explosion. I like explosions. People who know me know that. I really, really like explosions because I think they're beautiful. It's the chaos behind it all and the way it all comes together to form something that we give a name to. An explosion isn't just an explosion. It's a combination of fuel and oxidizer and expansion and shock and all these phenomena and the inverse square law. It all comes together. Life is just one big explosion, really, which is rather fitting considering that we probably think that it was created from the Big Bang, which was the world's greatest explosion. Or rather, the universe's greatest explosion. I don't know. I'm not a physicist, I'm actually failing physics. Got a grade D. 78% overall, and that equals a grade D. I am very, very pissed off about that. But I don't care. Because physics is insignificant to me. That's another thing. We tend to dwell on matters very, very much. But most of the people listening to my podcast are teenagers. And I read somewhere that hormones really make everything seem more important than they really are. Of course we can't change it at the moment. But as we grow up, those hormones will rebalance themselves and that anxiety will slowly start to fade away. And if it doesn't, there's medication for that. You should never be afraid to ask for help. 
After all, it all boils down to making sure that you're living and are able to experience this entire journey. In a nutshell, there are so many things to do. Freaking phone! I've had to pause and recontinue this podcast three times now. I am fuming. But, to be honest, I don't care. This is just a little pet project of mine. Not even a project, really. This is so low effort. I just kind of sit in bed surrounded by my pillows and my blankets and just chat for a few minutes. It's very therapeutic. I feel like everyone needs to have a routine like this where at the end of the day you do something or you just have those little tidbits that you work with. Personally, I'm working on changing up my routine. Um, I'm going to start sleeping earlier now by a few hours so I can wake up earlier, chat with people I love, get things done. I really want to like uh, go to the gym in the morning now rather than the evenings because I feel like the few hours after the gym are like the hours where I'm most energized. And college is a struggle, all right? So I need that energy. I really, really need that energy. So I plan to start going in the morning using larger breakfast, basically just getting my business together because it's about time. 17 years and I still sleep at 2am like a baby. Oops, I got distracted. Um, yeah, life is kind of whack, bro. It's kind of funky, kind of groovy. Just tune into the funk every now and then. Let the funk soothe you. I say funk far too much. Let me tell you, never try acid. Okay, you'll start saying funk way too much. Thank you for listening to my rambling for a solid 14 minutes. It was fun, and uh, till then, fuck off. Ciao.